Hello, welcome to the next episode of 1066. I'm Xavier, and today we're going to be talking about why it is important that we look at issues with a neutral eye. Okay, so again, this is going to be probably one of the more uh, preachy episodes, so to say, that you will have to endure. I mean, technically, you don't have to do anything, but it's going to be one of those episodes. So I'm just going to kick it off, all right? How do you personally feel about abortion? Again, like I said, we're going to talk about sensitive subjects here. We're going to talk about things that might make some people uncomfortable. But I want to know how you feel about abortion, okay? Some people go, all right, well, I feel that abortion is wrong. I am pro-life, and you shouldn't kill you shouldn't kill a baby. And some people are like, all right, well, I'm pro-choice. Pro-choice people are usually more on the sides with, in, in, the, in the eyes of, you know, female rights, that, you know, it is a female's body. She can control what she does with it, and that's a very legitimate point. Um, but that's usually an argument for the pro-choice. It's, okay, well, people should have the right to choose. And here's a problem why it's problematic to look at that issue as pro-choice or pro-life, okay? Because ultimately, if you actually talk to someone that was either on pro-choice or pro-life, they actually agree on something. And they both agree that at a certain time of the pregnancy, it is wrong to do the abortion. Most people don't think about that. Most people think it's like a, just an all-in-one issue. Like, oh, abortion is just, just the thought of abortion is wrong. And pro-life people really aren't necessarily against the, you know, the right to do an abortion. They, from what I'm understanding from the people that I've talked to, and I've talked to many pro-life people. I am friends with many Christians and people that are just very that feel strongly about that pro-life side. And they feel that if the baby is a certain age, you know, in the woman's body, maybe it's like, what, four months or something like that, then they feel that it is wrong to terminate the pregnancy. And that's understandable that you have, you'd have that viewpoint. Then the pro-choice also thinks like that. They're like, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, after a certain amount of time, yeah, it should be wrong, but... I, should, I still shouldn't be restricted into not doing it. But if you, if you think about it, they're both agreeing that, you know, after a certain term, it is indeed problematic. It is indeed wrong. If they advertise that, you might actually have your legislation that you want. It's like, yeah, you have the right to abort your baby up to this point. But then it becomes problematic. You know, and some people will do, you know, a heartbeat clause or something along those lines. And quite ultimately, and I'm going to be real with you, this may come across as controversial. I'm like, huh, uh, my male listeners are like, okay, Xavier, wow. But men should not be dictating what goes on with the woman's body, okay? Um, a lot of people don't actually understand, a lot of men don't really understand the actual the route that pregnancies go. With that being said, it would be very... It, it would be naive, but it was kind of overstepping boundaries for us to sit there. And even though we don't understand what's actually going on in your body, you know, at this given time, we're going to sit here and try to enforce a rule or regulation surrounding it. That, that's where that's where things get problematic. OK. And, it, and again, it's all about that. What do you know? What do you not know? Let's switch issues onto another controversial issue that's been storming social media and the media for for years now is firearms okay one side that's like all right let's ban firearms or let's you know tighten gun control and then you have another side that is okay let me actually let me backtrack okay so you have one side and this is now we're getting to like a cube 
sort of things where you have multiple sizes is because this is a weird issue and it's a weird issue in the sense of how people the sides that people have so you have one side of this cube or this square let's do a square because cube has eight sides and we're not trying to do all that six sides depending on your technicalities so let's say we have the square right so we have about four arguments right so you have a anti-gun argument okay it's like let's ban all firearms okay a person cannot kill someone if they just don't have access to a firearm then you have these let's tighten the gun control laws then you have these you know these people that's like it's my right i can have whatever i want i can shoot whatever i want and then you have these people that are actually people don't really think about them they're like all right well let's sit there and let's actually lessen the gun laws so let's let's make them more lenient in in, a, in an effort to curb gun violence and again it's that, that viewpoint is not really seen a lot because most people don't advertise it because it kind of, when you look at it and you hear about it, it doesn't really make sense. It's like, how would that work? But you have these four issues and, you know, they go back at it and they start yelling and they're like, well, wow, well, you know, how many mass shootings do you need before you sit there and we make change? And, they're, and then, you know, one side is like, hey, do you even know the gun laws in your state now? Like, how do you know they're not already strict? And things like that. And it, it gets a little nasty. But when we slow down and actually look at it from a different perspective, what do they all want? They just, they, they all want the same thing. And that's safety for themselves and their children. That's it. That's it. Because why do you have a firearm in the first place? You have a firearm to protect yourself or you have a firearm to protect your family. Well, why don't you want people to have firearms? Well, you don't want the bad people to have firearms because you want your family and yourself to be protected and to stare and stand a f fair chance if your life was being threatened. So, both sides want the same thing, right? It's just safety. And what people need to realize is, okay, well, that's the problem, it's, it's safety. So how can we make things safer? Do we have to get our legislation involved? Is it about how we raise kids? Is it about arming more more citizens to to curb the, the thought of, you know, machinings? Let's be real. If you know that you're, this room is full of, this room, let's say I'm about to go and I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to charge this room and try to kill as many people as possible. If I know that they have a lot of firearms on them or around them, I'm probably not going to go there. Okay. So that's how one side looks at it. And the other side looks at it as like, well, or, you know, you didn't have a gun in the first place to even try to sit there and actually inflict the harm on people. And that's also a legit point. The issue is, what I've also seen now, and then that, that's one of the issues that we got to look at it from a different eye because we all just want safety. So we just, if we just try to find a middle ground to how we can make people feel safe, we might be able to get somewhere. However, you still didn't get controversy. And it all stems down to the fact that humans are bad. Are you trying to control bad in retrospect? Are you trying to con are you trying to prevent bad from being bad? Or are you trying to control the bad while it's being bad or after it's being bad? Does that make sense? So it's like, do we want to stop the source completely? Because if we stop the source completely, you have other problems. You can think of it, you can think of it like a pipe, and it's about to go into this junction. And if I stop it before it enters this junction, that water has to go somewhere. That liquid has to go somewhere. And then, unfortunately, what people fail to realize is that humans are bad. Doesn't matter what laws and regulations. It is a law to kill another human being. No, we are sitting here. We, these whole gun people are going back and forth, and they're like, "Well, we want guns. You know, we want more laws." to do this it's like you want more laws to prevent another law from being broken murder is literally 
pun punishable by death in some jurisdictions, and people still do it, whether it's with a gun, whether it's with a knife, and and unfortunately, it's one of those things that you won't be able to get rid of. But again, back to that whole argument that I made with the abortion is, and about people really fear what they don't understand. People that usually are anti-guns never actually shot a gun. And a lot of times, you know, growing up and, you know, I've shot guns when I was a young kid. And I'm, I meet people now, they're like, you know, I'm terrified of guns. I'm afraid of guns. And if they're afraid of guns, yes, they're going to, they don't want, you know, other people to have them if they're afraid of them. That makes sense. That's, 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 that's logical. It's logical, but it's not, not necessarily, it, 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 it's, it's logical in a sense that, you know, it's, it's, in the, it's a reasonable fear. And I wouldn't necessarily say it's a reasonable expectation, but it is, it's a reasonable fear. It's like, hey, well, like, I don't, like, like these things are dangerous. <laughs> it, it, it's not wrong for me to sit there and not want anybody to have them. And that, that's understandable. But these people that haven't shot, they feel that way. But then usually what I do, and I have a couple of friends that, you know, were so kind of against guns, that were afraid of guns. And I sat there and I brought them shooting with me one time. I showed them. I'm like, listen, this is just an object. This is an object. You shouldn't fear the object. You need to fear the human behind the object. That's what you need to fear. And honestly, that human behind the object is going to get this object regardless of how you think you may regulate it. So it's better to know how to use this object just in case this is the object you need to use to defeat the human behind their object. Okay? So, again, this is a little quick instance where you got to kind of look at things from a different, different eye. A, lot, a big social issue now is police reform. And again, I'm kind of touching over a lot of bases of, you know, potential episodes later on. But right now I'm just kind of just touching over them a little bit and just kind of briefly explaining why it's good to look at it from a new perspective. Police issues. Some people are like, all right, let's defund the police. Some people are like, let's completely just get rid of them. And, you know, that's their viewpoint. And some people are like, we don't really, there's not really a problem with the police, you know, it's the criminals. And then there's some people that fourth side of this the square, they're like, you know, the whole entire justice system needs to be reworked. And in actuality, the people that don't fear that there's a problem with the justice system, just they just haven't seen it at first hand. They don't, they don't know. They, they're not involved with the justice system to see the problems with it. I am a law-abiding citizen, okay? Um, I worked a certain amount of years in security, a law prevention associate at a big box retailer. So, you know, I had to deal with that sort of stuff. I had to deal with the paperwork. I had to deal with the theft charges. I had to deal with stuff like that. So I, I, I saw the justice system from that angle. Of course, there's way more to it than what I've seen. But I've, I've seen how things can get, quote-unquote, articulated in a statement. I've seen, you know, how how camera shots could just 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 be so gray enough where you can't see exactly what happens. So you just have to take the person's word on what they say happened. And when you think of things like that, you start to realize that, yeah, if I've never been in the justice, if I don't know how it works, of course I don't. I feel that everything is all peachy and dandy because I never actually had to be in it. But I've never been charged with a crime, but I could still see what, how it's problematic because. Um, no, I haven't never like thrown someone into that system, you know, with intent on, you know, them failing in life. I was doing my job. I mean, in Colorado, shoplifting is just like a ticket. It's like literally a speeding ticket. <laughs> you go to court, you pay a fine, and it's gone. Like it's not, it's not that serious. However, I still saw things get out of hands. You know, I've 
I've had knives and guns pulled on me before. I've been pepper sprayed. And it's things like that where you start to see, you start to see the evil in people. And believe it or not, when you start seeing the evil in people, you start seeing the systems, the problems and systems that allow the, that evil to be exercised. And stuff might not make sense right now, but hear me out. The justice system fails and it's problematic because if you don't think so, that's because you haven't been in it. So you're, you're, you're talking on something you just haven't experienced. But even from my viewpoint, I've seen it where it's like people are put in position that they could articulate something in a subjective sense and change the entire outcome of a trial, out of a court proceeding. And, you know, I, I've done this. I've seen this a lot. The articulation of a statement. Of course, you know, I never le- legally I didn't overstep my boundaries. But sometimes that store's policies, they were, they aided the, you know, the theft subjects. Um, and again, it's not necessarily something I'm proud of or something that should be done. But, you know, sometimes I had to be like, all right, well, it's stupid to have to follow this stupid rule because let's be real, I know a theft is occurring. So I'm not going to sit here and, you know, follow this rule to a T. I'm going to sit there and still approach the suspect because I know that a theft is still occurring. However, I'm still put in a position where in my statement, in my legal document, um, or not necessarily legal document because that'd be a crime, but like for the store's narrative, I have what I need to have. And it's the articulation that makes it a problem because a police officer in instances of, you know, an unarmed man getting shot can articulate the statement. And like, wow, you know, the suspects proceeded to reach in his pocket in an aggressive manner, at that moment, I felt threatened for my life and fear of great bodily injury, so I opened fire on the suspect. You take that to court, I mean, if there's no video or surround that, you're going to take that officer's word. See what I mean? So it's problematic in a sense that you, we have this system that just takes what people say as truth value. Now, it should, in a sense, because, you know, the victim should also be able to properly they should be believed in a court of law. But however, you then start to realize that it then makes bad people that want to do bad things easier to orchestrate these bad things because they just know how to articulate their way out the statement. So let's say they, 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 they try to do that, but there's video evidence of it. Well, now you have the system that you have a jury that is selected. I mean, first of all, you actually look at the legal system. It's messed up. I mean, you have the, the, the DA, you know, district attorney, the prosecutor, and the... Um, the lawyer of the defendant sometimes if it's a public defender it's really bad because literally the da and the public defender will sit there and they will talk about a case outside the courtroom for 15 minutes over drinks or something like that i mean that's not right that shouldn't be right that should that should bother you why would you and you're the the person the suspect or you know the defendant is not present during all this they're having conversations outside of the courthouse about your case if that if if that alone doesn't kind of worry you, you probably need to do some more research because that that's that's dangerous because that puts a lot of it it creates a lot of potential for things to go south. A lot of bogus plea deals that happen. Again, we get into plea deals. I mean, those those alone are problematic for the justice system. So, again, if you don't if you don't feel like nothing's wrong with the justice system then odds are you haven't been either a victim to it or haven't seen what actually goes on to it to feel a certain way. So that fourth side that says like, hey, the whole pro- the whole justice system is problematic, that's what side people really need to work on. It's not just the police or no police. 
it's okay what is because then if you get to no please no please then you get to the okay well now we have the judges we have the courts and then you go back okay now we have the sentencings the prisons the jails again those those topics could you know change order but the fact of the matter is you still are neglecting that that all falls into the same umbrella of the entire justice system so you root up the reform the entire justice system at once you'll be able to, you'll you'll be fine with that now people are saying well you got to attack it little by little and that's that's in a way sure that's kind of what you want to do but at the same time if you know when you're playing a sport you know you don't want to see you want to go all in you want to sit there and create a mass change right then and there to prevent the wrong people from you know having time to think about other changes that they might or might not want to do okay but again this is important that most people don't look at it like that they just look at it like pro-police anti-police things like that the next issue that people fail to think about is the whole covid again covid 19 people fear what they don't understand people are fearing covid some people are like all right well your fear is over exaggerated some people feel that the fear is necessary the issue behind that is both people no one knows no one knows because we don't understand COVID, so we fear it it's understandable but some people are like we're but the, the fact that people feel it's you know an over exaggeration haven't really experienced COVID. because there's some people that experience COVID. they've caught it and they're like yo this sucks wear a mask some people are like well i haven't seen anyone around me get it so why am like why should we listen to you why should that state across country follow this governor's order here in my area i've never seen covid therefore it must not exist and that's 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 one of fallacious very big fallacious tactic i don't know exactly what the fallacy is called it might be fallacy by ignorance or something like that but definitely not the way to go um just because it's not happening to you just because it's not happening you know just because you haven't seen it happening doesn't mean it doesn't exist and also it gets it, it it brings up to that whole point that you know people are like well i don't see covid happening around me so COVID must not exist, but then in the same motion, believe in God. So you see where we kind of get into a kind of like, okay, well, do you truly believe both things? Yeah, I mean, they're not on the same magnitude of scale, but their principle is the same. Are you believing something that you're not seeing? So stuff like that. And, and then that brings me to, my, to the next point is racism. People don't think there's a problem with racism. Or you have now racism is an actual cube, okay? There's actually six sides to that, okay? And there's the, the racism is a very, 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 very deep conversation, a deep concept, and it's like it, it, the problem about debating and talking about racism is there's so much to talk about, and there's so there's there's little points that people could there's too many points where people could agree and disagree with, okay? Because some people believe that systematic racism doesn't exist, but racism does exist. Some people are like, all right, well, racism doesn't exist, but systematic racism does exist. And yes, there are people that think like that. There's also people that are like, all right, well, maybe, you know, the racism is, isn't is more an institution. It's more in everyday life. And there's some people that are like, no, it's in everyday life and not an institution. You would think that's the same as systematic racism and the racism arguments, but they're not. If you believe in systematic racism, you probably also believe in racism on a micro level as well. With that being said, a lot of people and, and racism is something that you could come at it at any angle and actually have a legit, you know, ground point. But it's funny when you hear people that are not on the back end of it talk about how it doesn't exist. Again, you haven't experienced it. Of course, you think it doesn't exist. And the fact that me that the fact that its existence is an argument says a lot about the character of the people that you're arguing against. All right, because a lot of times, a lot of times, think about it. 
when you get into debates, whether you see it online, whether it's at Walmart, whatever, you sit there and if someone will say, you know, racism doesn't exist, like it doesn't exist. You're like, well, it does exist. And that is your guys' argument. It either exists or not exists. What does that person lose by saying it does exist? On the contrary, what does the other person lose by saying it doesn't exist? Like, what what, what happens if both people agree that it doesn't exist? You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those those um disagreements that are absolutely worthless that doesn't yield anything but it, it yields something in the, in a sense if you want to build off of it so if you want to sit there and try to make a rule or regulation to battle against racism then yes you guys both need to determine that racism exists from the get-go but again that brings back to my point just because you're not saying it just because you're not living with it just because you you know aren't quote-unquote a part of it doesn't mean it doesn't exist okay and again that's going to be an in-depth episode for later on for other social issues, I mean, I think maybe I think the other thing, we'll step away from the social issues and let's just think about the other times, you know, looking at an argument or two arguments or a problem from a different eye may be helpful. In terms of religion, God's existence, um, it's, it's it's quite interesting to sit there and be like, all right, does God exist? Yes. Um, does God not exist? And you're like, well, no, he doesn't exist. You know, you have this these two sides. And if you sit there and you look at both sides and like okay you look at their reasonings behind it you could actually like for example people that don't think god exists feel that the big bang theory happened and people that believe god exists don't believe that believe that god just created the universe and then you know boom adam and eve and things like that i mean is it possible that god could have created the big bang yeah people don't like to think about things like that i mean is it possible that the big bang happened and that god exists um that stuff may that that whole concept may you know not be interesting to some people so it's like well i don't really care you can't you're you're arguing for a side that legitimately doesn't have really any quote-unquote proof so to say i mean later on episode we will we will talk about the the evidence suggesting that god exists and the evidence suggests that god doesn't exist so we're gonna go ahead and get into that stuff but ultimately it is important that we look at things from a new perspective and don't just sit there and look at everything for face value when it comes to both sides because you'd be surprised that honestly everybody wants the same thing in life and that's just, just to be happy just to be happy to have a chance to succeed and achieve greatness and to be safe while doing it it's really what everybody wants it's kind of it's sad how how far we've you know, deterred from that in the sense that now you don't even want to speak to somebody because, you know, they have a Black Lives Matter banner in their car. Or you don't want to speak to somebody because they have a uh, we, we, we back the blue hashtag on their Twitter account. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, it's just unfortunate that we've gotten to that, that stage and that part in life where someone's opinion on one thing sits there and just discredits their entire character now don't get me wrong there are some things that we should not disagree on okay i'm not i'm not saying that it's necessarily wrong i mean for example if you think the the kidnapping and trafficking and raping of 12 year old girls is morally okay then yeah now i have to question your character but things aren't that objectively wrong in a sense that there's there's so much subjectivity to it that it's like you really can't question their character by that this statement that they made that really doesn't imply objective wrong reasons. Again, that's going to be in the episode later. I'm going to talk about more in depth on what that entails because that's that's something you want to think about in terms of things like that. But again, 
I'm not saying that, you know, you have to be friends with everybody. Of course, you know, you have your own views, but it's just sad that I could sit there and I could help a stranger. I could save their life and they could be like talking to me and we could be having a conversation for two hours and we could be connecting. And then all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I think the police need a bit of, you know, some reform or something like that. And they would immediately sit there and, you know, lose respect for me and start questioning my character and ultimately just cut out the, the, the potential of a friendship and just walk the other way. I think that that's, I don't think that's right. I think that people need to hear each other out. You need to conversate. You need to stop running away from your problems, actually embrace it. And maybe you might be able to convert somebody. I've I've talked to many people that have viewed very, I'm not, what's the word I'm looking for? Like they had a very um, particular and, and they were, they were very stubborn with their viewpoint. But after talking to them and like kind of like questioning their viewpoint, like kind of like, slowly start to put in, you know, here's actually my viewpoint, not what social media is telling you my viewpoint is. Um, they actually was like, oh, I actually see why you feel that way. And now that then they're like, actually, you're right. I actually like that way better than what we're doing now. So it's things like that that we need to work on. We need to talk and we need to communicate because with us just being on both sides, nothing's going to get fixed. Nothing's going to, you know, be change we gotta sit down we gotta come together unity now again i understand i'm gonna go back to you don't have to be friends with everybody but sometimes there's there there are moments and there are times where we need to sit there and actually convert and actually talk and try to come to a mutual understanding in order to move forward because we're at this stalemate for forever then we're gonna have problems that's gonna wrap up this episode guys thank you for listening and be sure to spread the word about my podcast if you liked it. If you didn't like it, if you liked this episode but didn't like the last episode or whatever, just let me know. Talk to me. I'm open-minded, willing to listen. So thank you guys. Take care and be safe, and I'll talk to you next time.